0: Start your day the right way by taking charge of your physical and mental fitness. It's important to know your numbers. They determine if your blood pressure is high or low, your cholesterol balance, even your blood sugar level, heart rate, and much more. Get tested by visiting your doctor, clinic, or stop by at any health center closest to you. Take control today. This message is from Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. This is Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. Good morning. Today we'll be talking about osteoporosis. Our topic is Osteoporosis Explained. Good morning, Dr. Denny. It's a pleasure to have you and Dr. Ademoye on the program. Thank you for coming. Good morning, Dr. Pamela.
1: Good morning, Dr. Ademoye. Good morning, Dr. Denny.
0: So, we're going to be talking today about osteoporosis. And a lot of people don't even know what that is. A lot of people haven't even heard about it. A lot of people think that it's a condition that occurs in the developed world and not in the developing world. So can you tell us what is osteoporosis, Dr. Odenio? And um, is it common here? What are the statistics?
2: Thank you very much. Osteoporosis, when we talk about osteoporosis, we are talking about a disease of bone. And simply put it means that the bones are weak and brittle and as such they have the tendency to fracture under minimal stress like somebody just tripping and the person falls it shows the weakness of the bone that is basically what osteoporosis means it is not strange in our land unfortunately we we don't diagnose it more uh, it's commoner in the asian and Caucasian. But with us, in the in the review that I've done, the the frequency of osteoporosis ranges between twenty and 56 percent depending on the location where we are looking at it in Nigeria. So that is the statistics. But that's, uh, well,
0: that's very high.
2: That is quite high. That is quite high. We are talking about one in five to one in two. In what age? I
0: mean, when does this happen? an idea of we are, what we're talking
2: about? We're talking about people age above 45 onward. So we have quite a lot of women, especially it's commoner in women than in men. Of course we have it also in men but it's commoner in female than in men and it occurs anytime above 45 but most of the time you see it in, in people who are above 50 and in women who are uh, post
0: Now, that's um, a very, very interesting one Um, some of those statistics you've given to us because, you know, if it's as common as that, how come we don't know more about it? What are the kind of symptoms? Are there any kind of early symptoms and signs that people have? How would a person listening today who's over 50 and thinking to themselves, you know what, one in four, there are four maybe four four ladies sitting together and they're thinking, you know what, what, there are four ladies in this office over 50. You know, could it be me? Um, How do they know? what the signs and symptoms are, how can they find
2: out? Unfortunately, at the early stage of osteoporosis, there are no signs, there are no symptoms, where to just the bone is weak. What probably will point towards a problem is a simple fall that results in fracture. However, in some people, when it's advanced, they may just have back pain. And this back pain, most of the time, is as a result of a fracture of the vertebrae that have been there. Even before that day. And what we also, the people also notice is that because of those fractures of the vertebrae, there seems to be uh, an apparent reduction in height. And that's why we, we see some elderly women, they, they, they seem shorter than what they were some years before. And they also seem to bend forward. So they have a stoop posture. And these are the things we see in individuals who actually have advanced osteoporosis but at the early stage there are no symptoms
0: well that's actually as you, as you say that that's actually very interesting because I was actually something I was going to bring up my mother is 88 and she actually has shrunk comfortably you know, and she's um, a lot smaller and she too she has that stooped uh, that stooped posture so what are the risks I mean what 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 are the kind of risks so obviously said it's more, more common in women but
2: are there any other risk factors that we should be aware of? Yes. So there are some factors that we can, we can change, and there are some that we cannot change. For example, we, we cannot change our gender, even though there are, everything is there on the, the, uh, everywhere in the world now for changing gender. But the sex, we know that in women, it's very, very common in women, as we age, the tendency to have osteoporosis increases. It is commoner in um, white, but we have it in African also. But those who have a family history of osteoporosis, then descendants from that family also have a high risk. Body frame is shown that those who have uh, lean frame have a high tendency to develop osteoporosis. So the muscle mass actually protects against osteoporosis. So these are the... Uh, risk factor that we cannot change. We cannot change our race. We can't change our family. We cannot change our body and uh, uh, our sex. We cannot change. Um, things we can change are our way of life. Exercise, the diet, and so on and so forth. Those ones we can change.
0: What, what are the bad parts? Or what, what are the risks um, in the lifestyle? And how can we change them? How can we prevent osteoporosis while
2: we're talking about it. Thank you very much. Um, Exercise, lack of exercise is one of the predisposing factors to developing uh, osteoporosis because the bone gets weaker. So sedentary lifestyle makes osteoporosis risk to increase. Excessive alcohol consumption increases the risk of osteoporosis. Smoking also increases the risk of osteoporosis. Uh, those are the uh, life choices that are negative if we are not very active. If we take a lot of alcohol, those who have uh, uh, other diseases that could predispose them to osteoporosis, those ones are there. Some endocrine problems like pyrotoxicosis, it could also predispose with individual to osteoporosis. There are individuals who are who are on steroids for some for treatment of some illness. They are also predisposed to developing osteoporosis. So there are a long list of things that could actually predispose to osteoporosis. But we can change, and those are the those are the things we need to know. But basic thing is that we need to have avoid a sedentary lifestyle, alcohol consumption, and quitting tobacco.
0: Well, I think that's a that, that that there's a strong message for me there, um, because I, I think certainly I need to increase the amount of exercise that I do to make sure that um, you know I I don't develop this as badly as 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 um, my mother has it now. But by God's grace, of course, I will live to eighty-eight to be able to get there. Now we're talking okay, about. Man. <laughs> Amen. Now we're talking about fractures. So people fall and get a simple fracture. Um, that's the same thing. Anything else? Is there anything else of complicated bones that could be a problem in osteoporosis?
2: The broken bone is the is the major thing and when they have fractures, it, it, it leads to other things. They become immobile, they can be buried in, leading to uh pressure ulcers, getting infected, and that's shorten their quality of life and at the end of the day they don't probably live long to the fullness of time so those are the things some of them when they have this fracture they may actually because they are of the immobility that that further confers on them they they have the tendency to develop uh, clots in in their limbs and they can have uh, a embolism of that which is very very deadly these are the these are the risks but the major thing is the fracture that comes and reduce the quality of life in, in the in this individual
0: okay so thank you very much for that now how do you make a diagnosis of um
2: osteoporosis to diagnose it first we need to assess the individual we what we try to do is to look at the risk in an individual and there are risk scores that we we use to say that, oh this one has a risk and those who have risk we further not look for uh send them for test to look bone mineral density so we want to look at bone how dense it is happening in osteoporosis is you know uh, the bone is is in such a way that it is been as bone is is broken down and the rate of renewal is actually than the rate of breakdown however in osteoporosis the rate of breakdown is higher and that is why the bone is weak who says the bone mineral density and that will tell us House the, the risk of having a fracture in that individual, and we do that by doing. Uh, yes,
0: we're going to ask um, uh, Dr. Emoye about that um, later. So, but any blood tests? because sometimes
2: nutrition also contributes. We want to look at their full blood count, their name. We want to look at uh, the kidney function, the liver function, because in some people who have liver problems, they could also have uh, osteoporosis though not very common. In I mentioned that those who have hypothyroidism. So we need to do their thyroid function test so that we can properly situate what could be responsible for their osteoporosis. Those are the tests that we need to do. Then we tend to look at their vitamin D level in this individual because vitamin D also regulates calcium in the body. And if vitamin D level is cool, calcium Will be low, and this will predispose to um, weak bone that this individual
0: have. Well, I think that's very useful to know. Thank you very much. You're listening to Doctors on Air with Dr. Pamela. Thank you, Dr. Ademoye, for coming on the program. Um, Thank you, Ma, for having As me. a specialist in this area, can you tell us what's this Texas scan? I, I'm very excited. To know that we actually have a Dexa scan and it's in loop, I believe, and um, actually available for this very specialized process. Can you just briefly and uh, you know tell us what it's about and how important it is that people actually utilise it? A number of doctors often listen to this program, so they perhaps might not even know that it's available for them to use to their patients.
1: Thank you very much once again. Dexa means dual energy x-ray absorption and it's just a machine that scans the bone and tends to determine the density of the bone as has been said by dr denny the challenge with the elderly is that you don't want their bones to become so brittle and fractured because once it fractures then it refers to a lot of complications reduction in quality of life so basically um, this is a simple procedure, doesn't last long. Patient walks in and changes to a gown and lies on the machine. The machine scans from the head all the way to the toe and then brings out an image and assigns a Z score. The Z score is just paid to let us know if the patient is at risk or not. And the score can range from zero to minus two. You
0: now, this is um having this scan is something. That's, is it like the only one in the country, or do we have many of them? Are they are they being used? Do people actually even know they're here? Because one of the reasons people don't talk a lot about osteoporosis is the fact that people don't know about it because we couldn't really measure it or detect it properly before. So. How has you know your department done this? What, what difference do you expect it to make to the population?
1: Well, unfortunately, a lot of people do not know because the patient turnover on that machine is low. And so many reasons can be adduced for that. Maybe because we don't have so much as an aging population as a developed world. And most people that are aging don't even know where to go to. And unfortunately, because of the low patronage, most people don't want to invest in that kind of machine, except um, maybe a government insurance would will be willing to do that. So that's why I guess Loot has won. And it's been there now for about five years.
0: Okay, so but the important thing is that we have it now and yes, people can do. utilize it. So what, yes. did you, what kind of message would you like to give to the GPs out there? We well, encourage them to utilize this for the for their patients and for the geriatricians who are out there. Uh, what are the advantages of having, having the proper diagnosis made?
1: Yes, well, it's very important that for those who see geriatric patients or the geriatricians, that they have an annual screening. Develop what is done annually. Because as I said, you want to prevent the risk of fracture. Um, most of the common areas where the fracture is the vertebrae. Unfortunately, that of the vertebrae may not be readily evident until they have lost height or when they start having pains. It's when you do an X-ray, you now see that ah, This patient has had some collapse of some of the vertebrae. The other one that we also want to prevent is fracture of the neck of femur. Because when that happens at that age, that will mean that they have to go through surgery if they are to be able to ambulate again so it's important that yearly screening is done for all geriatric patients
0: that's important thank you so much dr denny now talking about yes. um the the patients and um, talking about obviously you've talked about the common areas which are the fracture of the spine the back lower back and the back pain you spoke about and also of the hip you know hip fracture which happens, uh, unfortunately, in a lot of these patients. Some of these happen after a fall. How can we prevent a fall in these uh, patients? Yeah, thank you very much. Uh,
2: that is the most important thing to do. And so when we have elderly patients, the, the first thing to do is to make sure that we alter their environment. For example, we start from their, from their bathroom we must put railings so that they have something to hold. Tiling the floor is not really encouraged unless you are going to put a tile that is not, that is rough so that they don't slip and fall. Uh, Taking their bath in the bathtub is not encouraged at all. We don't encourage them taking their bath in the bathtub and then we advise that as they grow old, If there is no railing in the bathroom or their toilet, they should have a railing that they can hold when they want to move around. And so we need to prevent that fall. And that is where most of the time they have the fall. When they try to use the bathroom, they sleep and they fall and they fracture all these bones we have discussed.
0: Mm. Now we have a number of people who take a lot of supplements. They believe that, you know, supplements can prevent. All of this taking calcium supplements, vitamin D supplements, how important are these? And what kind of treatments are there for people with osteoporosis?
2: Yes, um, diet plays a very important role. And like you mentioned, calcium is very, very important. And the uh, source of calcium includes uh, the low fat dairy products, vegetables, salmon, and the calcium fortified uh, meals. Of course, calcium and vitamin D is given together for us to get a very good result. There are drugs we give for those who already have established osteoporosis. There are a lot of drugs there that we can prescribe for them that will prevent fracture in this individual. It will not reverse fracture in those who already have fracture. For those who have osteoporosis that has been confirmed by DEXA, you can put them on this medication. But it's not all about medication. We need to put some other things in place, like uh, the the non-drug treatment of this patient. Uh, we need to, um, in some of them, we, the, the complaint, I can't sleep, so they give, people tend to give them sedative. It is discouraged because they can have sedative and they feel drowsy and they can fall and still have a fracture. Now, exercise is very good, especially the weight-bearing exercise. What do I mean by weight-bearing? Weight-bearing means bearing weight on the bones and the joint. And this includes brisk walking. For those who can still do the brisk walking, they do that. For those who can uh, climb stairs, climbing of stairs stair is good. At the beginning, if, the, if it has not advanced, skipping is encouraged. And uh, this actually strengthening the muscles of the lower limb. Uh, for the upper limb, Um, lifting some uh, weight. How do we call this? There is this, uh, not really the bar. There's a name for it. You can actually carry it and uh, it tends to strengthen the muscles of the upper limb. So we need to combine this exercise with medication in those who have osteoporosis so that we prevent them from having fracture. Yes,
0: thank you very much. I think that's um, very enlightening. Now, in our culture, you know, People don't tend to see um, some of these issues as medical. They tend to see these things as spiritual, someone's breaking their bones. What are the kinds of myths that exist and how can we break some of the stigma so, and the people bring people who have these issues in?
2: We we actually need to educate people more on this so that they know that uh, the, the risk of the bone getting weaker is there as we all grow old though it is more in, in women it's also there in the man and just like dr De-Moye said in the in individual need to do yearly screening do, do their bone mineral density yearly by the time they are crossing fifty years. and so they need to do it yearly and that will help us to assess their risk we need to continue talking about this so that it come to the awareness because when we see people who are elderly and they become shortened in height, and they are bent forward. Most people look at them as, go, oh, this must be a witch, and there may be a bad ways, are caught up with that, which is not true. And that is why we need to go out there and make sure that people are well-educated that that woman that you are seeing that is bent forward, that is short, is not probably a witch, it's just because she has had fracture of the fatty brain and that is why she's now short and bent forward.
0: And I think I mean one of the things that you've talked, spoken about is the fact that there's treatment to prevent it from worsening. Now, unfortunately, the program is already over, and um, there's no more time left. So, do you have any last words to give to our listeners, Dr. Adeyemoye? Perhaps you first, and then Dr. Denny afterwards. Dr. Adeyemoye. Well, as I said, any last words.
1: Yes, the last word is that screening is important, just like we are going to screen for other mm-hmm. diseases. So during the routine health checks. People should take it as part of their head checks when you go to screen for your PSA for prostate, mammogram for breast cancer, also knocking the DEXA scan for bone
2: densitometry.
0: Thank you. Dr. Denny? And uh,
2: when they have done the screening and uh, we are able to determine the risk, they should come to the hospital. There are medications we can prescribe for them apart from all the lifestyle changes that can actually reduce the risk of fracture And that will improve their quality of life.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Doctors and Air with Dr. Pamela.